0: and welcome to episode 56 of the canny conversations podcast powered by the pathway group my name's Mark Wakeley one of the team who bring you these podcasts that we hope inform and inspire you giving you an insight into the world of the pathway group if you're new to the podcast let me tell you there are already 55 episodes out there and you can listen to all the past episodes by searching for canny conversations on your preferred podcast platform or Go to 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen. The main person behind all this is Safraz Ali. Saf set himself up as a social entrepreneur over 22 years ago. Being raised in Birmingham's Alum Rock, his early life and experience gave him an insight into the life and needs of an inner city community which is at the core of his passion for improving the lives of people through education, training and apprenticeships. In this week's episode, we take a look back at some of the topics we've covered in the first four episodes of this series. Who, what, why, what we deliver, core values and 15 skills and traits. We've taken the important elements from these subjects and brought them down into a selection of bullet points for you to easily digest and guide you to the expanded versions in the relevant episodes. In Who, What, Why, Saf tells us who he's helping, his passion, what drives him, and why he's chosen this path. He outlines the lessons he's learned along the way, how to apply them, and why this is fundamental to success. Let's have a listen to some of the highlights from this episode.
1: My name is Safraz Ali Saf, and I'm one of the founders of the organization. We're an organization that aspires to change lives through skills and work. Our mission is enhancing knowledge, developing skills, and changing behaviors to transform communities, to make a meaningful impact and difference to all our customers. For over 22 years, we've been at the forefront of education and training, looking at enhancing knowledge, developing skills, and simply what we say in terms of what we do is we get people a job, a better job, and actually get them onto the ladder of a career. And we do this by upskilling, we do this by reskilling individuals, and we exist to actually encourage and advance employment. That's at the heart of what we do. In terms of that journey, the 22-year journey, you know, our brand has changed. We're now known as Pathway Group uh, with the tagline changing lives through skills and work, but it wasn't the case uh, right from the beginning. And like with most things, we've evolved as an organization uh, and our branding has changed. Like with anything, you know, if you aspire to remain relevant, remain successful, remain at the forefront of delivery. It's a continuous uh, journey of involvement, continuous journey of improvement and continuous improvements regularly, uh, which is at the front of, I think, any success of of any organization. Uh, Relentless focus on achievement, relentless focus on uh, outcomes and supporting your clients your customers your learners your employers and you know be obsessed with that and having an obsessive focus on on ensuring the fact that we're at the front line we're delivering what we promised and we're meeting the needs of our stakeholders we're meeting the needs of our of our employers it's also really, uh, you know, as I said, touched on understanding the business mechanisms, little understanding of the changing times, you know, change is a constant and as, uh, as people we need to understand where is that going, where, where is that direction of travel in terms of the change we're funded by public funds so you know we look after public funds so compliance you know we're in a compliance world in a compliance culture we've got to get our paperwork right we've got to make sure the fact that we're using the best uh use of the funding and uh, the accurate use of the funding and the funding is being rightly used for the purpose that it is is something that we focus on in terms of staff retention we focus on developing our people we focus on ensuring the fact that individuals are challenged as well as support Supported. And having that right mix of challenge and support, I think, is absolutely vital. And being in a position where we're not necessarily too rigid as well. Having effective financial controls is important. So, organisations that uh,
0: have weaker financial controls will then also struggle. In this second episode of the series, What We Deliver, SAF talks about what the Pathway Group deliver and how the group's sustainable growth and success in delivering across the UK. Is underpinned by the strong culture common aims and language and well-defined well-managed systems and processes every
1: organization every industry has a certain language that they speak in that industry or in that organization we have managers meetings we call them huddles we have six points that we tend to talk about we have something called 515 we also have the 1515 we have e-learning lists we talk about performance reviews. We talk about performance management frameworks. You know, that's just in terms of actually the operations of the organization. So, you know, when we talk about above or below the line and we ask the question, are you above or below the line? What we're talking about is and what we're referring to is that we can all make excuses and we can all have reasons of why not, you know, why why we're not doing it. And it's easy to do that. and you know, when we're talking in terms of being above the line or above the line thinking, you know, we're we're talking about uh, ownership, accountability, we're talking about being responsible. Ownership, accountability, responsibility. Below the line and below the line thinking is about blaming others, Blaming government, blaming policy makers, blaming the funding bodies, blaming employers, colleagues, blaming everybody, every man and his dog. It's not about all of us being, uh, you know, having titles of manager or leader, but it's about all of us having leadership, uh, which isn't about a title. It's about a leadership mindset. It's about, again, being, uh, you know, being in a position where you take responsibility, you take ownership uh and you hold yourself accountable and you have and you hold others accountable as well so this is the pathway groups three pillars of sustainable growth growth of any kind is fantastic but it's sustainable growth that you want firstly it's about numbers uh it's being in a position where you understand your numbers you understand your data your systems are process driven so, you know, we want to be in a position where we have reliable systems, we have reliable processes, and we have a system and a process for very much everything that we do in this organisation. And that's the aspiration. And the third one, the third pillar is a winning mindset. And this is really across the organisation. And if you get the above and below the line thinking right, you know, then you, you're home dry really with a winning mindset. P-A-R-R-Y, Parry. So this is about uh, prioritizing according to risk, return, and yield. But it's about leaving nothing to chance. It's about getting to know the detail. And we very much talk about being in a position where you understand the, you know, you have a telescope perspective, you know, so you can see the bigger picture, you've got the macro picture, you understand the bigger aspect of it, but also at at the same time the detail. And I think it's the managers, it's the individuals, where they lack the detail, then find the fact that they struggle and they're dependent on other people. If you know the detail yourself, you've got a fighting chance of actually success. You've got a fighting chance of actually uh, making that difference that we're all trying to make. You know, we've got a number of sort of funding streams. We've got a number of uh, funding bodies that we're working with. and Each of them has got different... Uh, obligations that we have to commit to. A lot of them actually isn't just, uh, it's, it's not just about money, it's about the level of detail that goes into, into these contracts. It's about servicing specific needs of clients. We continuously talk about positive destinations, positive outcomes, and what's happening with the learners that are coming onto our programs. You know, where do they go next? And what's their destination? What impact are we having? And we continuously look at our outcomes, our destinations, not just the success rates but really in terms of outcomes as well. You know, we are an organisation that looks to make a meaningful in fact, impact in terms of all that we deliver, make a difference to our customers, to our learners, to our employers, to our stakeholders and we're doing this continuously ensuring the fact that we become an indispensable partner of choice to our funding bodies, partner of choice to our employers.
0: In the core values episode, Saf talks about the Pathway Group's core values that underpin their aspiration to change lives through skills and work.
1: Uh, leading organizations have core values that they would like their key staff members to live and breathe. And as an organization, we aspire to live and breathe our core values. You know, We've got values such as quality is everyone's responsibility, starting with the best intent. Everything is about intention and you start off with the best intention, acting in the best interest of us all. That's another one of our core values. So we do things where it's acting in the interests of pathway as opposed to maybe an individual branch or individual manager or individual team acting in the best interest of us all, which is also talking about society in general. The next core value that we talk about is trust. Do we say, you know, we gain and build trust? in all that we do. Quality is everybody's responsibility. People talk about uh, one thing or the other. Do you want quality or do you want quantity? We're talking about quality is at the heart of everything and it ensures the success of an organization. If you can't get quality right, us as an organization, we're not safe. And this is again about being above and below the line, but specifically about ownership, accountability, and responsibility in all that we do. Taking personal responsibility for our actions, personal responsibility for deadlines, for targets, for outputs, and inspiring and empowering others to be the best version of of themselves. We're not a team just because we work together. We're a team because we make each other stronger. And as a team, how do we make each other stronger? We make each other stronger by peer support. We make each other stronger by having challenge, the right level of challenge, the right level of support. Our next sort of core value, we're talking about starting. We talk about always start with the best intent. Everything starts with intention. Intention isn't the be-all, end-all, but intention is absolutely vital. You know, Sometimes people have the right intention, the impact isn't there. The actions are not necessarily there. I might have an intention to do something, you know. unless I do something with that, it it doesn't happen. Another thing that I'll share with you is about automatically aligning yourself to achieving the problem. So you're automatically thinking, how do I make this work? How do we make this work? Overcome the problem, overcome the issues, overcome the obstacles that are placed in front of us. You, You start coming with ideas, how you can adapt, how we can change, How we can innovate rather than being in a position where you're sort of uh, resisting, you're disputing, you're challenging, you're being negative to your team, to your colleagues, to your stakeholders or partners, you're looking to say yes. If you're looking to sort of grow as an organization, you've got to have a can-do approach. Uh, Another core value is about how we act in the best interest of us all. It's not about doing things right, but it's always about doing the right thing. What are we talking about we're doing do what's best even when no one's watching so you're holding yourself accountable and there's a lot of interdependence that we have interdependence in terms of uh, you know stakeholders in terms of uh, the partners that we have and how we are often depend on each other to make things happen to make things work we are a profit for purpose business we're all about delivering impact we're all about delivering outcomes and it's about making that difference. wider difference as well and understanding the economy as a whole the, the broader elements of the work that we do at a sort of a local level but also nationally internationally as well so the next core values i want to touch on is about trust and you know we talk about gaining and building trust in all that we do so if you've ever been into any type of networking or business networking you know they talk about trust the fact that trust is the ultimate currency. Everything is about trust, and the reason why we sometimes go to a brand or a particular shop or a particular person is about trust. Trust is about our, you know how our learners see ourselves, how our employers see ourselves, how our colleagues see ourselves as well. I think no one person is uh, responsible for the success of a department or a company. It's always a team effort, and you know often people talk about team, and it's a team thing. Trust me, one man, one individual, one person can't be the be-all and end-all. We need to rely on team effort. We need to rely on systems and processes. We need to be in a position where it's never about that one individual. Living, breathing core values, and these values that we've talked about are values that allow us to make that meaningful, impactful difference in all that we do. Hopefully, that meaningful, impactful difference to our fellow team members, ourselves our stakeholders employers
0: finally in 15 skills and traits he talks about building high performance individuals and high performing teams
1: the definition of adaptability may change uh, depending on which dictionary you're looking at and and who you're talking to but what we're talking about is the ability to sort of maintain effectiveness in your business in an ever-changing environment as an industry, as a sector, further education sector, the skills sector, the work the, the welfare to work program sector, the employment support sector, we understand that it's continuously changing, funding rules change, how organizations respond to that change, employers' situation in terms of how they expect well, what they expect from us changes as well. And we're in that evolving landscape. Data and the ability to analyze data, analyze numbers, I think is important and I think we all need to be able to understand our numbers and I think we all need to be data-driven as individuals. We need to be able to talk in a language which involves data, which involves numbers. When we're communicating with individuals, if we can put some data behind it, some robustness behind the point that we're making, then I think you're going to be in a position where you're communicating better. There's a couple of parts to this as well. You know, There's past data, which we call lag data, which is telling us what's happened. But there's also information, which is what we call lead data. So this is information that will help us look at trends. Systems and process driven. What are we talking about here? You know, We're talking about the business is built on a set of defined operating systems, uh, standard operating procedures where clearly defined processes are there, are mapped out, and you know, we understand each function of our business, we understand each function of our operations and how how independent they are, but also how collectively they make a difference as well. I think that's quite important as well, that element of you know standalone, but also at the same time how they're making a difference collectively to the business as well. We need to have that clean data. We need to be able to have information which is real-time, and information that tells us what's going on on the sort of front line, the chalk face. Emotional intelligence, again, you know, you talk about mindset as well, but it's also about understanding and recognizing ourselves and our emotions and what impact they make on our behavior, what impact they make on our attitudes. And it's, a lot of it's about being in tune with our own emotions, being in tune with the emotions of others, being in tune with what people are saying, what people are communicating, you know if you take it further, it also helps you value and manage uh, each other. And when I when to talk about manage, you know it's also about managing upwards, managing sidewards, managing other people's expectations, and so forth. It's not about being a manager, but it's about the, the relationships that you have. The next skills or trait that I want to talk about is integrity, the ability to do the right thing even when no one is watching, where there's no consequence or benefit for doing the right thing. It's about being honest about our own performance, being honest with what good looks like or what bad looks like, owning and admitting and accepting our errors. It helps, I think, individuals become positive role models for the business change. If we get this right, it gives us a little bit of foresight, ability to make the necessary change required to achieve positive results across the business positive outcomes for ourselves. And these changes can be small. You know, these can be the, the small incremental changes. It doesn't have to be a big bank. It can be small incremental, which will, we believe will lead to transactional, but also transformational changes as well. And I think quality is one of the areas which, again, is absolutely vital for all of us to have that quality mindset. It's not about quality within one particular person or a job title. I think we all need to be attuned to how important quality is for us to understand the fact that, you know, how do we meet and exceed the expectation standards of our stakeholders, of our customers, and how quality and the whole total quality mindset approach helps us get it right first time, get it right every time, and have that mindset of, you know, continuous improvement, getting it right first time, on time, every time. Uh, And it's really that having that thorough understanding of expectation management, thorough understanding of our customers, and setting the bar quite high in terms of what we're looking at, that fits then in line with our systems and processes, fits in line with stakeholder management. Being in a position where you are coachable, but also at the same time, you can coach others as well. Yeah, so this is the, the ability to share your experience, knowledge, Ask the right questions in a format which works. Get the person to think, get yourself to start thinking, and being in a position where, you know, we're all using a coaching uh, framework, a coaching methodology to improve our performance. We're using coaching to influence our staff to become more adaptable, Uh, using coaching to get better performance, get more productivity, and ultimately, Improve staff retention and staff uh, individual staff growth as well. Courage is is something that we look for. Really understanding what courage is in terms of business, and really a lot of that is about opening up and saying and standing up and making uh, choices or or actions or conversations where you're doing it for the right reason, and rather than waiting or allowing somebody else. And I think that's what we're talking about in terms of using courage intelligently in line with our culture, in line with our beliefs, in line with our uh, desired outcomes for the business as well. So resilience, and this is a word that uh, has entered our dictionary, our vocabulary in the face of crisis, uh, disruption, being a disruptive environment. we have all going to be resilient, resilience resilient as a team, or resilient as an organization. You know, what that means really in a nutshell is being able to ride out Uncertainty, in, in my sort of simple words, is being able to ride the storm, ride out the uncertainty. Moving on now, in terms of the next sort of skills and, and traits or attitudes, is about digital awareness. We need to have a digital mindset. Uh, at the same time, digital poverty has entered our dictionary. People who are more digital attuned, digital savvy, are in a position where they're more likely to be able to move forward and deal with the world that we're living in. Visionary, and again, you know, sounds like a grand sort of a word there, being visionary. In in simple words, I would say it's about business uh, sense, business acumen. I personally believe, you know, business acumen, business sense revolves around somebody who has a vision. They have a sense of where things are, they're able to put things in perspective, They're a little bit more accurate in terms of judging things and, again, decision-making. We all have different levels of proactiveness, and proactiveness is about really uh, having a, a sort of a mindset of growth. It's a mindset where your emphasis is on forward thinking. Your emphasis is on planning. Your emphasis is on strategies. It's on the right tactics as well, creativity. And creativity is something that you might think, you know, that's a little bit odd for a business. Creativity is something which revolves around you know solving problems. It's about you know having understanding the desired outcomes for the business. It's also about uh, often looking at things you know from a different perspective. it's not relying on tried and tested formats. it's not relying on necessarily just past experiences. it's our ability to look at things from a fresh perspective and not just using knowledge from the past to solve problems of the future as well. So critical thinking and, and sort of that, any of problem solving. This is really uh, the ability to analyze information rationally and objectively in order to make sort of reasonable, informed decisions. In, I think it involves the evaluation of a variety of sources, data, facts, feedback, research. That's good critical thinking.
0: If you'd like to know more about Saf's success, the lessons he's learned and how they might help you, then take a listen to the previous podcast episodes. From these, you'll hear how he set up various business network groups for the underrepresented business communities or his involvement in community projects or his instigation and involvement in a plethora of awards. Just search for Canny Conversations on your podcast app or go to 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen and click on the Canny Conversations picture. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please like, review, subscribe or follow. And please tell your friends and colleagues about us. If you'd like to know more, then go to cannyconversationspodcast.co.uk or go to Saf's website, safras.co.uk. Safras has also written a series of easy to follow business books, Canny Bites, These are available from cannybytes.co.uk forward slash by the book. We'll be back next week with another Canny Conversations podcast. So until then, have a good week. This is a 1386 audio production.